This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So just saying excitedly at the start of the show, an amazing uh, bit of breaking news about a uh, one of my favourite TV shows from when I was a kid. It reminds me of having uh, dinner after school, still in school uniform. Uh, Biker Grove is making a comeback. Superb. What an amazing thing. So you remember Biker Grove set in Newcastle. In fact, when we went up to uh, Northumberland and Newcastle and stuff to see uh, my other half's family, we went through Biker on the Metro, which is an amazing thing. But you remember Biker Grove, Spuggy, Jeff, all that kind of thing. Uh, it left screen 17 years ago, uh, but it's set to have a comeback. The producers of Sunderland Till I Die, The Kardashians and Fullwell 73 uh, are relaunching the show, just known as Biker. It's going to be filmed and produced in the northeast. Ant and Deck are going to be consultants on the show, uh, and it's it, it's just down for a huge comeback, which is an amazing thing, do you reckon? It, it's a fantastic thing, and the thing that gives me a little bit of hope about it is Ant and Deck's involvement, because sometimes when you get reboots of things that you cherished as a kid, and it comes back as an adult, uh, and and it also they haven't been necessarily clear on this. It, it, it could also be like an adult reboot. Don't truly know yet. It's not as if like it, a night. Exactly. But the fact that Ant and Deck are involved, it's got the spirit of the original Grove in it, and that's what I'm happy about. No, me too. And, and I hope they, they go back, because remember there was that kind of spectre of the uh, rival youth club at Denton Burn. Yeah. Spuggy was going to Denton Burn. She's not coming back. We also went through that on the Metro as well. Uh, I hope that they maybe, you know, fill out the backstory of Denton Burn. That'd let's, be good. Let's hope both those youth clubs are still going. So, uh, <laughs> so let's celebrate the, the imminent return of Biker Grove by using it for a question in this first hour of home time this evening what do you think about this if you could resurrect a beloved kids tv show back from when you were little what would it be and why pink windmill i don't even know what that is you don't oh come on you do pink come windmill on, you do yeah rod hull and emu oh I, now i know rod it... hull's pink windmill grot bags as grot well bags downstairs That's underneath sure. yeah all of that fun um, what was a, the living situation there? What were they, so they all live together you know, over two floors of a windmill. Is well, that right? yeah, I, my my memory is that is that Grotbags was in the basement. Something um, nice. No wonder she was angry all the time. <laughs> exactly because uh, when there was obviously somebody at the door, there was there's somebody at the, the door. door. Boom, boom. There's somebody and, and Rod and Emu would go and open it. But Grotbags was underneath, just getting angry. Was it a working windmill? It didn't seem to have any, you know. Cogs I don't and remember going. much much oat being. Um, <laughs> Ground there, to be honest. I, one for me that I'd love to bring back. Do you remember a, a kids' TV show called The Machine Gunners? No. And it was about some lads up north, and basically like a, a German Messerschmitt or something had crashed over England. And this really like chimes with me at the moment because I'm like a proper World War Two Battle of Britain nerd. So, but at the time when I was a kid, I didn't really you know think too much about it. But anyway, they, they managed to get a machine gun off this plane. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit weird when you think about it. Basically, they just had a machine gun in, the, in their like town in Bingley or something. Do you know I, I mean? cannot think of a more you reboot. <laughs> they used to go, the Germans are coming, the Germans are coming. But I could see Timothy Chalamet, you know, he's the man of the moment, he's in June and yep. everything. I could see him running around with like a stripy tank top on. I haven't thought who's, because obviously Rod Hole's sadly no longer with us. No, he's not, I know. So I don't know who I would uh, recast to look after Emu uh, out of your modern day celebrity, because Emu took a lot of care in the windmill. I can see Tom Hart doing a cracking job. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man of many talents. Now we need to deal with Grange Hill. Uh, Angie, Natasha and John have all mentioned it. Uh, and why would you not? It was cherished for all of us. But I would say that Waterloo Road has very oh, much yeah. cornered the estate of uh, of the new modern-day senior school TV show. Did Waterloo Road have a sausage on a fork? No, they I didn't. I don't think it did. They just had Dante, didn't they, causing trouble? Dante, what are you doing, Dante? <laughs> 
So you're denying the reboot? Is that I, what you're doing? I don't think you can reboot Grange Hill whilst uh, Waterloo Road is being kept open by Ofsted. Uh, Lucy Harris has... Uh, this is not a kids' programme, but uh, I think we've referenced it a few times on the show and I always wonder that no one knows what we're talking about, but do you remember Midnight Caller? Yes. Late night TV, like yes. radio show programme, but uh, for some reason there was like a, a Chinese lad as the producer who had like a wolf... There was a dog looking through the window at them the whole time. So that she wants that. No other reasoning rather than just pure nostalgia. And David Rose says, uh, please, they need to bring back Rent-A-Ghost uh, with Timothy Claypole and Mrs Popoff, which is one of the weirdest... Like, you, you, you talk earlier on about uh, the Pink Windmill, what's the living situation there. So then when you reapproach some of these kids' programmes and think, like, yeah. what, what's going on? Those <laughs> ghosts are sharing a flat together. It's really strange. Really odd. Really strange. Uh, now, of course, I, I haven't watched Coronation Street for a long time, but Audrey Roberts... Yeah. Uh, was Miss Popoff. So whether she can keep her commitments to uh, Coronation Street and rent a I'm not sure. If you're a regular watcher of Coronation Street, just answer this question for us. What happens when she sneezes? <laughs> Sunil says he'd like to see a reboot of the $6 million man. He says you may have to call it $6 billion man. Do you remember that? That was just... What was his name? He was just running around in, in really slow motion in a oh. red tracksuit. Austin. Steve Austin. That's him. Steve Austin. But, like, I guess nowadays you'd have to use, like... 2023 tech, so maybe he's got a thing in his eye that tells him when if he's missed his every delivery <laughs> slot or something like that. Uh, Phil and David both suggesting Jossie's Giants, which was so ahead of its time. Brilliant. Uh, when you think about it, with all the sort of, uh, you know, TV shows that now are editorial around football and the, the, what football's like now, Jossie's Giants was amazing. I think it was actually the prequel to Sunderland Till I Die. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to actually just fully reboot Jossie's Giants and see where all of those people are now and whether they're any good at football. Imagine you watch Jossie's Giants, right? And Jack Rodwell is still uh, receiving treatment and is not quite ready to play. <laughs> 25 years on the bench with Jack Rodwell. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. I would like some recognition right now, not just vibes, recognition. You'll understand uh, my problem here. Uh, well, the problem at home in our house has been for the last week, uh, the Sky Mini Box hasn't worked. So the main Sky Box, oh. absolutely fine. Uh, but the Teddy 2 in the kitchen, which has got a little Sky Mini Box, you know, a little relay box, doing absolutely nothing. It's not having it. Won't recognise the internet, won't recognise problems with your IP address, all this kind of stuff. And for a week, I've had the rest of the household no matter what their ages are, saying, hey, Dad, hey, Rich, when are you fixing that? And I've not had time until this morning. I oh. Thought, right, OK. Because I've done a few reboots of it. Just turn it off, turn it on again. There's not, there's not many buttons you can mess around with on those things, is no, there? No, there's the problem. You can't tinker with it. There's the problem. So uh, I, I gave myself... I gave myself some time this morning to have a proper proper go at it. I didn't ring a single helpline. Right. I didn't watch a single YouTube video. Not been on Reddit or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> no. And after 45 minutes of... And I lost count of how many awful swear words. After 45 minutes, I've only gone and got the thing working again. Oh, brilliant. You've done it yourself. You, I've done you it You could myself. technically be a, a TV engineer. Yeah, give me a transit van. I'll go around <laughs> sorting all these things at other people's houses. Here's the thing, though. I was doing it in an empty house. So when I'd done it, I didn't have any moment of calling people into the room and saying, hey, look, it's working again right now. Absolutely nothing. Just stood there in an empty kitchen and, oh, good. 
It's, it's a good what point about because, me? because, like, if if you, as a dad, if you glue an arm back on a, a broken doll or toy, yeah, and there's no one in the house, yeah, it's almost like a metaphysical question: Have you actually glued anything on? <laughs> exactly that. It's like a tree in the woods, isn't it? I want some recognition. You know, us us dads, we're a downtrodden species these days, and I just want that proper recognition that I don't feel I got for fixing the mini box. Yeah, I feel like our grip on things is receding. Is it? We're slipping <laughs> off the rock. <laughs> If it's Titanic, we're slowly <laughs> we, sliding off the plank. We are indeed. We are, Jack. So uh, if, if you too, uh, you, you've achieved something that you feel deserves proper recognition, but you're just not getting it, this is the vehicle for you on home time. Just to make a note, then, what, what time is the ticker tape open top bus parade through where town centre? Uh, hopefully, uh, on uh, on arrival back from uh, Ibiza, they're going to get Brilliant. it all together, get the road closures sorted, and all that kind of I'll thing. I'll start um, getting a foil uh, skybox like they have with a foil <laughs> trophy for those things. Is there anything you want proper recognition for? Funny you should say that, and it, and it does tie into Ibiza. Uh, this morning, I got my passport ahead of getting on the plane after the show this evening, but I got it first time. I am the guy, and then this Maybe some surprise to you. I'm the one that always can't find his passport whenever we do anything or go anywhere. And I found it first time. And, and I'd, I'd allocated such a long period of the morning to, to race around and swear and, and don't know where it is that I didn't know what to do with myself earlier on. Well done. Thank o- you very honestly, much. Honestly, for someone that's, uh, that's travelled with you on numerous home time trips now, well done. I am still waiting to find out what will go wrong, but it's obviously not going to be the passport. Put it this way, there's always a thing. What are you after proper recognition for? 45 minutes to fix the Sky mini box. I deserve some kind of reward. No one was in the house when I done it. Uh, someone here says that does my head in when they lose their connection for no reason. I feel like I can achieve anything when I get them working again. It is. It, it, there's a buzz. You must feel like you could do anything right now. Do you I, know I mean? do. I do. Maybe I can't do what Willie Gray's got in touch with. He says I've walked up the Wallace Monument and back down again with no rain. What on earth is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Do clarify, Willie. <laughs> yes. Wally. Uh, Del Tully says on Twitter uh, that she's not fallen over or cut herself today and managed to negotiate all doorways so far, and that's an achievement for her. Get in a kind of vibe, she might be a bit of a klutz. <laughs> Changed all the bed sheets, got them washed, dried and back on the beds in two and a half hours whilst working on balancing finances and have saved myself £200 a month. Someone's on fire. That is unbelievable. This is the Daily Takeaway. After all advice we can get our hands on about our big gear, in Ibiza on Saturday at Bambaku. Uh, let's go right to the top and speak to an expert in all things Ibiza uh, from our sister station, Kiss. It's the brilliant DJ SKT. How you doing? Cheers, yeah, all good. I actually just got back from Ibiza on Sunday, so just about recovered. Brilliant. <laughs> just about recovered. <laughs> uh, four days post. Uh, do you know what? The closer we get to going to Ibiza, the more fish out of water I feel that we are. Should we be afraid? Well, have you guys got cool outfits? Well, sunglasses. <laughs> you, are you aware of the, the brand Giacomo? That's kind of our look at the moment. Do you know what I mean? We're a, bit, we're a little bit Giacomo. So, SKT, if you were to t- take us to, like, clothing shop in, in, in a music montage uh, from the 1980s movie or something like that, what would you kind of dress us up in? I think I'd probably take you guys... I'd start off with maybe Zara or River Island. Nice. Give you guys some nice shades, some nice shorts. I don't think you need too much help, though. You look quite smart. Thanks, Thank you. man. I've we're, got we're... some prescription shades, so I'll bring them. Yeah, we've got we've got kind of uh, dad on a second relationship kind of vibes. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of look. Making an effort this time round. 
you guys have never DJed before. Well, now, 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 my friend, uh, we've we've never DJed Ibiza, but we have DJed right. before, and that that was going to be a question that I wanted to ask actually, because I love you know we we did a very successful night at the Electric Ballroom in Camden uh, this Friday. Oh this Friday just gone, but how different is an Ibiza audience to a North London audience? I feel like the energy when you get out to Ibiza is just buzzing everyone's there to have a good time no one's really preoccupied with worries or stresses so just the energy you get from the crowd is unreal to be honest with you okay I, I, the other thing for us skt is that but you know in our previous gigs that people have come along and and paid their money to come and see us but we, we're kind of djing at a pool party so people will be like having <laughs> pina coladas and and, and uh, you know baguettes and stuff do you know what i mean <laughs> how do we grab their attention just with big tunes. What have you guys got in your arsenal? You well, it's exclusives or dub plates lined up. What's a dub plate? It's on a car, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's an eighties. Is, is an exclusive version of a tune that might maybe say your name in it or something like that. We could drop that in over "You Give Love a Bad Name" or something like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, it's an '80s versus '90s kind of retro vibe to it. Um, I, I'm very much playing the part of the '80s uh, SKT. Uh, would Ooh. you? Uh, would you first of all be familiar with the banger that is Tarzan Boy, uh, Baltimore, uh, and would you play that in Ibiza? I might play a remix of it. Personally, I probably wouldn't. But I think you guys could probably get away with it. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's what we're going for. A couple of, a couple of, you know, curveballs out there as well. And in terms right. of of kit, like, what, what, what do you turn up when you go and do your DJ and SKT? What, what do you turn up with? What's in your bag? Luckily, nowadays, all I have to turn up with is a USB key. Um, whereas years ago, it would be boxes of vinyls. Um, so now it's kind of a lot easier. What about you guys? You guys on CDs or vinyls or? We, 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 we've got a laptop, we've got our laptop sorted out, a yeah. couple of hard drives, that won't be a problem <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> so it's right. going to be okay, so you think we're going to, as someone who's literally just touched down from Ibiza, just from a little uh, pep talk here, you think we're going to be okay? I think you guys will be fine. Brilliant, and, and would it be alright for us to call you maybe in, in the evening if we're starting to panic slightly? SKT, could you be our, our phone a friend? If you, if you want a pep talk before the gig, no worries, just give me a call. And I'll talk you through it. Get you guys nice and calm and ready to smash it. I feel calm already. Love it. We're going to smash it. Thank you. Good luck. We'll need it. Uh, now, of course, uh, things started on our world tour Friday in Camden and we were worried, concerned. We didn't need to be. Uh, we had a fantastic crowd. Uh, and I don't think we need to be worried and concerned about our crowd in Ibiza either because I have been stunned the amount of uh, Ibethan listeners that we have to the Home Time show. Actual Ibethan Home Time listeners. Actual Ibethan Home Time listeners. Uh, David Nicholson emailed saying, what venue are you playing in Ibiza? I live here. Uh, see you there. Uh, don't forget the 80s classic Tarzan Boy and Overlook Banger. Don't worry, Dave. Uh, we're we're going to be playing that. Well, I will be anyway. I certainly won't be, Dave. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, Jane Aarons, where are you in Ibiza on the White Isle? I'd love to come along. Charlotte Land, I want to see you in Ibiza. Where will you be? To all of you, Bambaku, Saturday, pool party. And the best thing is you can have a go on uh, like a wave machine with a surfboard whilst we're DJing. <laughs> what about that? 
I don't know, the closer we get to it, uh, the more I'm freaking out a little bit oh, about... Oh, me too. What, about you what, said it. ...about what to wear. Like, because oh. of, Bambuku, you go on the website, and it, it's very cool. It's, mm. an, it's an amazing kind of resort, uh, beach bar, pool party. It's got the thing where people surf on, like, a wave machine whilst we're DJing and playing and everything. But uh, my footwear... My footwear's the issue. I've got um, what I would describe as Jesus creepers. Right. <laughs> you know, a geography field trip uh, Birkenstocks. Yep. Are they going to turf me out of Bambaku because I've turned up in, in Birkenstocks? Well, if they're actual Birkenstocks, at least they are they are sandals of of some repute. But I don't... I mean, even if they're up there in the sandal world, I've got a feeling there could be issues. As I, mean? I look at as I look at the website, um, and I'm seeing the, you know, the, the, the cool imagery of everyone and the cocktails and the wave, <laughs> it just doesn't seem to scream Birkenstock It doesn't. Me. It doesn't scream Birkenstock. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll meet you in the middle. I won't wear my socks under them. <laughs> This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. As you know, uh, we shoot off to Ibiza. Uh, tomorrow's home time show coming from Ibiza. Uh, and then Saturday, we host a pool party. Uh, but what great movie could Bush and I watch on the plane? Uh, to get us in the mood. Get us in the mood. Uh, that features some DJing in it. So we're after any movie that features a DJ. It doesn't have to be like a movie that's like a, uh, specifically about no. DJing or whatever. Like the one I'm going to suggest has got like a, just a brief bit of DJing in it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched uh, Blade with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> I've heard of it, I've not watched it, no. For some reason we were obsessed with this movie when we were at uh, university, used to put it on VHS all the time. Uh, but there's a bit at the beginning with like strobe lighting where he walks into a nightclub and has yep. a massive fight. It was a little bit like going out in Torquay back right. in the day when I was a teenager. Uh, but uh, there was a guy DJing there and that's as good a, uh, an opportunity as ever to crowbar Blade into a request. <laughs> okay, fair so enough. There it is. Uh, Blade going down from Bush. Uh, I am going to go with a similar kind of era, to be honest, our university times. I'm going to go with Pulp Fiction. You've got, oh, the, you've yeah. got that classic scene of John Travolta and Uma Thurman but there's a DJ spinning those decks yes so technically speaking I know you don't necessarily think of it but Pulp Fiction is a film with a DJ in it's so weird you to say that because I, I DJ'd again on the Saturday night after we did Friday at yeah. Camden and I ended up playing that song did you? that song by Chuck Berry and people it takes them right back to the Pulp Fiction movie and they absolutely love it Tracy says play Misty for me the Kent Eastwood movie about a weird like DJ type scenario yeah. not, not sure that's the kind of vibe you want to go for <laughs> no. uh, Mark says train spotting nightclub scene with bedrock playing consider it done good on you uh, Cl- <laughs> some great movies coming through Clive Ambler putting forward Police Academy 5 Miami Beach they made 5 <laughs> oh, I think they made more wow <laughs> uh, Julie says good morning <laughs> Vietnam uh, with Robin Williams yes brilliant bit of DJing in that uh, Tracy he says human traffic which I think is set in uh, Cardiff because a couple of my mates Jeff and Kester were in the film as, oh. as extras uh, Luke wants to put forward airheads they take a radio station hostage okay kind of also the same uh, same feeling with Alan Partridge Alpha Papa that yeah. was a great movie we need to decide on a movie with a DJ in and there is one glaring omission so far and Tracy went with it uh, Liam Dickinson went with it uh, other people Maria suggested it as did Clary I could go on and on. It would bore you. Uh, Kevin and Perry go large from 2000 with such luminaries as Harry Enfield, Kathy Burke and Risa fans. Has to be the winner. Never seen it. You've never seen it? Never seen it before in my entire life. Honestly, it's fantastic. Do you know, there's a load of family movies just after I kind of finished university that, you know, when you're like a bit too cool to watch anything with you, <laughs> you, I, I think I was in that... I, I missed a lot of stuff in that era because I thought I was too cool to watch it, so... Let's stick it on on the plane. We have to. It's only one hour, 22 minutes long. Uh, it's easily going to fit in, in the Watch flight. Watch it twice. <laughs>
Uh, just ignore the snooty movie fans reference uh, and the marking that they've given it on IMDb. Don't even worry about it. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.